Holy moly, it's been a long time, but episode four, we finally made it. Everybody thought we'd given up, but no, no. It's just the crazy times we live in. Right, boys? We've got uh, Luke here again. Hello. And we got Chris again. How's it going? Yeah. Hey, guys. Um, it's funny that we're now on episode four, and we've only done one in person, and that was when we had a guest, Casey uh, Foster, on our last episode. Mr. Casey Foster, absolute beauty gentleman. It was back in August, believe it or not. I know. That well, was yeah. so long ago, was- actually. Feels like it was pretty recently, but yeah, that's flown by. Yeah, twenty twenty. How the hell are we in? How the hell are we in November already? Well, halfway through the November one, we're taping this. Yes, exactly. Um, yeah, yeah. But uh, you know, it's a dark and stormy night out there, and you know, we we have some we have some dark beers to, to try today. So, um, want to thank everybody that's listened so far. Subscribe to the podcast. Surprise! Here's an episode for you. I don't know. I've I've been getting good feedback. You guys heard anything, Chris? Have you heard anything? Well, like I was saying earlier, my parents are just absolutely loving the pod. (laughs) If my parents tell a couple other parents, we just keep that rolling. Yeah, as long as as they're all parents. (laughs) (laughs) In a couple of weeks, we have all of Quinnell listening. Shout out Quinnell. Parents, grandparents, great-grandparents. Yes, and I mean, like, you know... we're we're running low on uh you know you know it's this isn't the most like highest tech operation I mean we do have nice mics because I have a nice mic collection here for everybody Luke is uh, on the verge of electrocuting himself once again <laughs> with his broken skull candy headphones um I I think we need to set up a GoFundMe just to get uh, Luke some new headphones because he has all the brand new lightning connectors for every iPhone under the sun except for the standard <laughs> headphone yeah our goal our goal is going to be four dollars and 99 cents to reach Mm -hmm. just so i can get a a nice set of three and a half mil jack headphones from a 7-eleven or you can donate said pair as well uh make sure they're sterilized (laughs) beforehand the donation lines are open for luke's headphone fund yeah Um, if somebody could just scroll facebook marketplace for us and just help this guy out I'm going to go to uh, Craigslist free after this episode. I'm sure I can find some good ones there. Oh, those are definitely not sanitized. I hope you got some wet wipes. <laughs> <laughs> At least 20 of them to rub those things down, make them clean. Definitely not COVID friendly. Yeah, no. But yeah, speaking of the times, this is this is what I imagine podcasting to be, is sitting alone in my place, <laughs> talking to a microphone by myself. I just call it a normal day for me. It's just yeah, sitting alone talking to myself. But uh, <laughs> hey, man, there's nothing wrong with that. Sometimes I mean, it's just a little self reflection, right? Uh, yeah, there's been a lot of that in COVID times. Yeah, there has. I'm been. tired of seeing my self reflection on my blank walls. But there we go. <laughs> <laughs> and like the beers, uh, that just got dark. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to yeah, Aaron's we sad hour. Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah. Okay. The lines are open. Uh, Aaron needs a joke. Someone tell Aaron a joke. Yeah. Well, hey, uh, funny story. I am working on a Discord server for Cascadian Beer Podcast. So hopefully soon here we can get some live audience interactions when we're taping a show uh, and open the phone lines, as it were, in a in a voice channel on Discord. So that's going to be very cool. I can't wait to get my parents to call in. Yeah. <laughs> as long as they got a good internet connection. Ooh, I don't know about that. We'll have to see. Might might have to bump up their teleservice there. Yeah. 
Well, hey, actually, by the way, if somebody wants to send us a voice memo, ask us a question, ask us anything, how about you email it to dregs at cascadian.beer? That'll come into my inbox. And then, uh, then I'll have audio for the next episode and we can take some questions from the audience. How about that? When did we get email addresses? Oh, I can just, <laughs> just create email addresses whenever I want. That's what Luke's amazed by. Like this guy, first you get him a pair of headphones. Next thing you know, this guy's got like two different email addresses. He's just, he's living in 2050. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, didn't I tell you your login, Luke? Thunderdog at the dregs.beer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I got that somewhere. <laughs> All right. So, uh, Chris, what are we drinking today? How about, how about you set it up for us? Uh, well, we got a beautiful lineup of dark seltzers um, for for everyone. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, sorry, I just I, I had to low hanging fruit there. Um, yeah, we got a lineup of uh, four different dark beers from around BC. Some nice uh, kind of fall winter seasonals. So, uh, yeah, um, starting from the top, we got um, Dagerad's recent released Marlowe, Belgian-style session stout. <laughs> oh, God. Was that papaya or was that you? <laughs> that was me. I'm just oh, trying okay. to bring out some of the label into this audio. Oh, yeah. okay. Luke's kind of painting us a word picture. So. Yeah, this was kind of <laughs> the best way that I thought I could do it. And, and for yeah. those that don't know, papaya is your cat, right? Like, not just like a piece of fruit that meows. So. <laughs> That's correct. That's correct. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> self-reflection, talking to random fruit that are on your kitchen counter. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> wouldn't put that past anyone right, uh, right now. Okay. And then next we got off the rail, big junk, peanut junk. butter, brownie porter, mm-hmm. which does sound like dessert in a can. I mean, it's weighing in at 5.3. So, I mean, you know, it's not messing around. It's jonky. Yeah. Well, well, we're about to find out. We haven't tried it yet. So. <laughs> Educated guess. Educated um, guess. And then next we got Category 12 Excitation Cacao Nib Espresso Stout. And, oh, I love this beer from history. So um, it's one of my favorites to get from them. So Yeah, I've had it once and it did not disappoint. So looking forward yeah, to trying like- that again. Excited to try it as well, except like Chris mentioned earlier today, I think this one's going to be a little bit later. And of course, it's already pushing it late at night. So we'll be probably be up for a while. You got some <laughs> emails to answer at uh, Thunderdog. <laughs> yeah. at, uh, You've got to catch up on that, man. Yeah. There's at least like three to seven emails that you got to respond to promptly. <laughs> you know, I'm creating that email address right now. Don't you? Yeah. Another tab yeah, here. Please do <laughs> So Luke, what are you saying? You're saying you don't usually have caffeine after what is it like 1 p.m.? It's just a little sensitive there. 8:30 a.m. That's it. If I have any after that, I can't sleep. Just crush like four coffees <laughs> from six to eight, and then call it. Coffee beers and me, uh, you know, have have had an odd thing. The first time uh, I was hosting that uh, Hopwired Coffee Beer Festival. Really, really went hard on the coffee and the coffee beers. And it wasn't a hangover the next day that got me. It was the caffeine come down and I was just shaking <laughs> all day. Learned my lesson. So That event is like the weirdest feeling. Like when you walk out of that place, yeah. you're like intoxicated, but also so amped up. And then like, yeah, like you were saying, the crash is just insane. Totally worth it. But yeah, yeah it's a pretty hard crash. I, th- I think by like my third interview, I like got the crowd hyped up. I'm like, all right, who's on the beer buzz? Woo. All right. Who's on the coffee buzz? Woo. Who has no idea? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's accurate. 
Yeah, so last one we got here is Twin Sales uh, Con Leche, horchata-style milk stout, which uh, they've been doing this, I think, for a couple of years now. But um, this is probably one of my favorite fall, winter seasonals in BC. So pretty hyped to try that one again. I always uh, try to pick pick a couple cans up when it comes out. All right, and with that, how about we dive into our first one here with the dagger at, eh? I will say, since we're opening these beers, I am disappointed that you didn't try and paint us a word picture after that cat comment uh, there, Luke. So, but I, I, I will ask you to make your descriptive noises when we open sure, the next round. Of course, cans I'm here. happy so. to. I'm kind of scared for what noise you're going to make when we get to Big Chunk. Yeah, I've, you know, I'm kind of brainstorming right now and I'm coming up blank, but. Yeah, what does peanut butter sound okay, like? I, th- I think I have something. <laughs> okay. We'll just have to wait. <laughs> So trying this dagger right here, mate. You know, it's it's got, yeah, that light kind of Belgian nose, but subtle. Yeah, very subtle. Really nice, easy drinking, smooth, nice kind of roasty flavor. Our our first uh, duplicate brewery here, because we tried a dagger ad last time on our first tasting episode. Yeah, we had the so, dagger lager. I mean, can you tell that it might possibly be our favorite brewery? I mean, I don't know. Don't want to play favorites here, but that's, that's a pretty accurate yeah, statement. Know. Yeah, um, pretty, this kind of tastes like no. this kind of tastes um, maybe a little bit like a richer Burnaberian. Yeah, like a yeah, like a yeah, yeah. darker malt Burnaberian. Yeah, I can yeah. see that. I kind of get like um, I don't know if this is super accurate, but I kind of get almost like a blonde, like a blonde ale kind of vibe from it. No. No, not at all. And at not not Dagger adds Blonde Ale, though, because I know it's much stronger. I think it's like coming in at like seven and a half. That's like six. Yeah, the, or something the Blonde like that. is definitely yeah. heavier than this for sure. But I mean, this is very enjoyable. I mean, this is this is the beer that I'd want to crack open, like, you know, the beginning of the afternoon mm-hmm. while making holiday dinner. You know, yep. you're just getting everything prepped and cutting veggies up. This like, is, all right. This is like a good night going. This is good. Uh, like a good. uh alternative to maybe like a, a dark lager like an easy drinking uh dark oh, lager yeah. mm-hmm. it's nice and light you still get those kind of um roasted malt kind of coffee characteristics but mm-hmm. it's just like a little bit different but it has like this light fresh characteristic too like a like a cascadian dark almost yeah. too right this is the stout that i wish i brought to that house party in high school when i showed up with i think eight tall cans of guinness instead it would right not something to drink in those quantities. But this one, alternatively, I, I could I could have a few of those. I could have a few of these for sure. So you're saying if you made yourself a time <laughs> machine, you would go back in time and hand your younger Correct. self this beer. And when you hand... You wouldn't warn him about anything else. And when you, you hand these beer. around at that high school party, are you making the meow noise every time just to fire people up? Oh, of up? course. Here you go. Meow. Oh, this one's for you. Meow. There's a beer right now. <laughs> Luke didn't get invited to a lot of a, a lot of parties. <laughs> that was my one and only party, and I brought all that Guinness. <laughs> all right, yeah. Well, we don't really rate any things, but I mean, I give it a thumbs up. So I give it two meows up. And this one was released just before Halloween. Is that correct? Which is quite fitting with the label. And can I just say, Dagrad's label art is so beautiful. Always, Chris. What's the name of the? Um, yeah. Always is the agency that does their stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, Five thousand fingers. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Beautiful things coming out of there. Yeah, I want to say they're based out of uh, Montreal, but I'm gonna yeah. check that. 
Yeah, I think you're right. So looking on uh, the bottom of the can here, it says canned on November 10th, 2020. Oh, look uh, at that. It says meow. Secret oh, message. Okay. Wow. Well played. Which, uh, you know, I'm uh, the most creative thing I've seen stamped on the bottom of a can so far. I was drinking a beer last night and uh, dumped it, you know, cleaned out the can, draining it out in the sink. And it said on the bottom, uh, text us. And it had a phone number. <laughs> Better than uh, better than Tinder. Yeah, Chris and I wrote that on the bottom of your can. <laughs> exactly. All right. I'd be remiss if we didn't actually clarify like the meaning behind the name Marlow for this beer. Um, and okay. I, I didn't do some any deep research on this. It's it's literally on the can. But we we only grabbed these yesterday. <laughs> exactly. But, yeah. um, but Marlow is apparently the brewery manager, um, Mitch uh, at Daygrad. It's his. Uh, 22 pound cat so a um bit of a chonky cat but uh yeah. cool name marlo interesting name heavy like cat it. but a light beer i know right all right guys well cool yeah no happy with this one are we are we ready to get things chonky get things chonky uh yeah yeah let's try the next one okay so this off the rail east van brewery according to craig their sales rep he said in his post that uh you got to do something a bit ridiculous and come up with the concept for this beer and the name. So this is uh, this is Craig's Craig's deal in here with this beer. So it is the Big Chunk Peanut Butter Brownie Porter, 20 on the IBU, th- uh, 5.3 on the uh, ABV. There's no peanut chunks in here, is there? No. I mean, <laughs> it's not a McFlurry, <laughs> but... <laughs> That's what we're getting after this, after this recording. Yeah. Although I did saw see somebody had a like an alcoholic slushy in a can on Instagram the other day, and I'm like, "What the hell?" Like it was just blopping out of the can, and I'm like, <laughs> "Yeah, that's that's not appealing." Yeah, the can a can does yeah. not seem all like the, a, on the proper man, like, vessel for something like that, right? Because you can't get it out unless it's all melted. Yeah, yeah. no yeah. good. So uh, the big chunk here uh, with this label design, uh, you mind describing it, Luke? And uh, and what's what's the sound associated sound you have for us? Oh, yeah, nasty. well, it's your classic like peanut butter on the roof of your mouth sound, right? Ever get that out of my brain now? You don't have to include that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's a cool label. Nice. <laughs> oh, I will. Browns with this kind of dripping peanut butter design that indicates that it's going to be quite peanut buttery a nice big heavy type on it as well which and i mean which gives it a good um sense of weight and looks it feels like it's going to be a, quite a peanut butter tasty beer mm-hmm. now i've had a few peanut butter beers in my time and uh i mean this one isn't overpowering on the nose with the peanut butter smell, oh, yeah. but it's definitely there i get a bit of like a salt like almost like a salt kind of vibe on the nose yeah like a little Salted caramel. Well, that's nice. Ooh. Ooh. That is really it's good. It's nice because it's super peanut buttery tasting, but it's a lot lighter than I thought. So that kind of, it doesn't linger, right? Yeah. And it's not overpowering with mm-hmm. like fake peanut butter flavor like some beers do, right? Where it's just like, whoa, that's just way too much. But like, no, this actually tastes like a good peanut butter brownie, but it kind of comes in late on the back of the tongue for me. How about you I get guys? it. I get it pretty close to the front, but then it, it kind of, you know, lightly vanishes off off of the end there as i swallow but yeah 
you know, it's very enjoyable. It doesn't linger, you know, like, no, that's the other thing is it, yeah. it's actually the, the label is a little misleading because I look at the label and it's like got this like syrupy, uh, syrupy kind of vibe to it. But, um, so when you, when I see something like that, I'm like, oh, is it going to be kind of like a thick syrupy bodied beer? But it's not like you guys said, it's really, really light bodied and it doesn't really, the flavor doesn't really linger. So no, it's, it's really, I mean, nice. I definitely have this with like a, like a bit of ice cream for dessert or something mm. right? like, or just a, a jelly sandwich. Yeah, that too. <laughs> the classic pairing, big chunk in a jelly sandwich. Well, what bread though, Luke? Um, you know, I think a classic PB and J has got to be just your white wonder bread, right? Yeah. Your plain white loaf. Yeah. You don't want to go with like a sourdough in there or something. Actually, you know what? I did used to eat like the, the ciabatta baguettes that Costco sells those toasted with peanut butter. I forgot about those. Those were good. Had a few of those before that party I went to in high school trying to build up a base. So this is just a recap of your high school party memories. The one, yeah. I can't wait for the next story with the coffee beer yeah. the party. Just just unpeeling the layers here to your high school experience. Ah, liking this. Thumbs up for me. Yeah. Nice work on the chunk. I'd give this seven big chunks up. Really? Oh man. I would I'd go eight for sure. What made you leave that one out? Because it's just the scale is out of eight. Well, I mean, I, I I thought that was a big chunk rating, but apparently you went for a bigger chunk. So, um, while we're on the topic of peanut butter, do you guys prefer um, smooth or chunky? <laughs> I'm a smooth guy. Yeah, smooth. No, no screwing around with the chunks. I keep my PB yeah. smooth. I keep my beers chunky. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I think I like my same. oatmeal lumpy. <laughs> <laughs> lumpy is just like a very unattractive word like if you describe anything as lumpy then right is there anything you can describe as lumpy that okay i got you know, that's I'll, a, I'll give you a plus one too well oh not a plus but like one thing i've heard described as lumpy is like if like a bed is lumpy like you, you go to a motel or something like that or you're at a hotel or something and it's like not the greatest mattress it's it's lumpy yeah but I mean, it's not a, it's not, not a pro. So it's never a good sign if something's lumpy. All right. We ready for beer number three. Are we going to category 12? Is it mm-hmm. out there on Vancouver Island? Um, if memory serves me correctly, I mean, I should have looked at our historical show notes here, but um, I believe this is the first brewery uh, from the Island that we're trying on this podcast. So it very well might be, which is a bit of a shame. But then again, we've... But, but I mean, we're only, only four episodes deep here. Yeah, exactly. So I'm sure we'll make up for <laughs> so, so much beer we can drink. <laughs> Next episode, we'll, we'll do 10 beers from the island. We'll, we'll make up for it all in one go. So shout out to uh, Michael and Karen out there and Saanich. Yeah, man. Solid brewery out there. Have you been out to the brewery there, Aaron? Yeah, and I've been there since uh, they've uh, expanded and have a kitchen too. Ooh, so. How's the food? Um, yeah, it was, uh, just like their party night and they just had like charcuterie boards, but like, yeah, the time that I went there, the kitchen wasn't open after the party. <laughs> so I haven't, I haven't actually dined, uh, in the brewery, but I mean, love having their beers when I'm, uh, when I go out there and, uh, you know, they have a solid lineup of beer. So they do. I've, I've never had, I mean, I've, I've only tried a handful, but I've never had a bad beer from category 12, which I would mm-hmm. say is a good sign. Yep. See, like this, the espresso on this, very subtle, 
doesn't overpower it with the uh, cacao nibs there. Mm-hmm. It smells nice and chocolatey, like a nice mocha. But yeah, the the flavor is quite nice. Like you said, Aaron, not super overpowering in either direction. So the first time I had this beer, was it was a pretty perfect setting for it, I would say. Um, I was up at Mount Seymour snowboarding, and I brought a bottle of this to kind of enjoy you know, halfway through, it was actually, uh, it was night boarding. Um, it was dumping snow. It was kind of my mid mid evening little pick me up before I went back up to, to rip a few more laps. And yeah, it was, it was nice. Very nice. Well, yeah. I mean, this is definitely, yeah. The pick me up beer to continue on night boarding. eh? So, (laughs) Mm -hmm. but I actually wish they had it in tall cans back then because I probably didn't need like an entire, (laughs) One bottle of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, come to think of it, I think this is the first time I'm having this beer in a tall can because, yeah, I've only ever had it in a bomber before. So, oh, back in the days of bombers, boys, remember that? <laughs> you used to get so many beers in bombers, like it, that. It used to be the that thing. was like the only thing available. Yeah, right. Like, and I don't know when. Like when I guess I wasn't as knowledgeable about craft beer. I used to have this kind of like thought that you know if you're going to go pick up like a cool new beer, a new release, like you would go and you would look at the bomber section. Cause you're like, Oh, all yeah. the like newest seasonals are, are typically going to be in, in a bomber. Yeah. yeah. But now it's almost like reverse. Like people are putting all their, you know, new stuff in cans, you know, not so many bombers, but now like a lot of releases that are in seven fifty mils with, um, with a cork. Right. So. Yeah. yeah. And those bombers were never cold. No, never. (laughs) Never. Not often. No. If you wanted to drink like a nice new release bomber, you'd have to plan ahead for that. Like I'll I'll drink this like four days from now. Yeah. When my fridge gets it up to the ample temperature. What about growlers? You do the stupid thing where you you go, oh, I'm just going to chuck this in the freezer and cool it down quickly. And then you get distracted and forget. And then it pops in the middle of the night. And it's a real bomber. Yep. Yep. All right, so uh, Luke, you did a, a nice label review uh, here for the previous two beers. What do you think of this one? Because this one is it's very, very different. It's great. It's lively. It's beautiful. Lots of uh, colors of chocolate and espresso. And it's got this awesome, I, I guess this is like 60s, um, sort of mid-century illustration style. Uh, but yep. it's got this uh, couple dancing on a dance floor and... Those aren't hula hoops around them. Those are just motion lines. But there's a man sitting in the back. Reminds me of a high school party I was once at. (laughs) (laughs) Where you were the man sitting in the back? I think so. You had a tie on at a high school party? I think so. (laughs) That's why I wasn't... Well, the dancer's got a tie as well. But yeah, that was me in the back with my Guinness. Just hanging? Sitting and watching chilling well you could have been you could have been dancing with with the lady to the right of the man who's dancing here who also is just kind of hanging out by herself like what's what's going on there yeah because she's looking at you across the room going hmm wonder if that guy wants to have a dance i was way too shy just take off the well why are you wearing sunnies indoors i mean that's the first that's the first uh faux pas well, uh, you know he wears his sunglasses at night man yeah. so he can keep track of visions in his eyes have you guys watched um haunting of bly manor i have not okay well, 
<laughs> Never mind. <laughs> that kind of ruined the uh, the story there. Well, no, we just watched it on Netflix, but the one of the characters has those super bright, super round glasses like that. So I was just going to make a reference joke there, but that you know, it, it's fine. It's fine. I'll wait till you guys watch it, and then uh, then I'll make the joke later. Another episode. I'm sure somebody listening has seen it. <laughs> Can't wait for episode five where I finally get the joke. Well, it's not even a joke. It just reminds me of that guy. Okay. So we should just call it there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but really cool label art. I mean, Category 12, they do some awesome art as well, right? It's always kind of this this sort of 60s style, but really nice illustrations and really nice color, you know, palettes and whatnot that all, all works well together and really good stuff. All right. Beer number four. Are we ready now? Mm-hmm. On to our lightest, most drinkable <laughs> beer. <laughs> oh, man, this is dark. I mean, like, we've been drinking some dark beers, but whoa, there is no light going through this when you're pouring it out. I'm holding it up to, like, my light here. No light is getting through that. Wow. Yeah, you wouldn't guess that there's any leche in there. That joke didn't land. No. Um, Aaron, you you got you have like pre-recorded laughs though, right? You can add some in. <laughs> Aaron's gonna burn out of his free laugh, <laughs> free trial by the end of this episode, and we're just gonna have to start paying monthly for laugh tracks. Which you can also support by going to the GoFundMe here to buy Luke new headphones and uh, help support the laugh track subscription <laughs> for his jokes. Oh, how many fundraisers are we gonna have in one episode? We we still got one more beer to get through. Wow, right, the so, smell on this is just beautiful. It's like it's super creamy smelling, right? It smells like there's some like a nice chocolate ice cream almost. Do you want me to give you the uh, the notes on this beer? Yeah, yeah, go for it. Okay, it. so Con Leche was brewed with a variety of roasted malts and coffee. Mm-hmm. It has oats and lactose to provide that silky smooth mouthfeel. Tell me about it. And then it was conditioned on cinnamon and vanilla beans to give it a nice little spice kick. Which is always like a risk, right? Because cinnamon can really overpower everything and oh, throw yeah. you off your game. But this is so delicate. Yeah. Have you ever, when you get handed your coffee at a cafe, go over to, you know, where you pour in, you know, a little bit of milk, maybe a little bit of creamer, and you see the old cinnamon can hanging out. You're feeling a little dangerous. And you you give it a few shakes, but you know you give it two or three shakes too many, and then you take a sip of that coffee and it's ruined. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's happened to me a couple times. So it is a delicate balance. I've done that with the little blue international delight creamers at Seven Eleven. Well, why are you getting your coffee at Seven? <laughs> that's that's your first mistake. You're asking for you're asking for it at that point. He was on his way to this high school party with a bunch of Guinnesses. He didn't know any better. <laughs> I just needed to pick it's me all up. all coming you know? together. Um, this does have that nice subtle, like if you shake out a perfect little dose of cinnamon on top of your, uh, you know, Americano Misto. Chris, I know that's what you order. Well, you've upped your game, man, from the 7-Eleven. Yeah, uh, but it's got that perfect little cinnamony hint. And I mean, that's what the horchata is, right? It's a what is horchata exactly a, well, you were about to tell us yeah please continue <laughs> well it's a milk beverage from valencia spain 
I thought it was from Mexico, but maybe. Hmm. Oh yeah. I'm not gonna lie. I thought it was from Mexico too. Yeah. So it's a uh, in Mexico and other parts of the Americas, the base is white rice. Okay, so that's where kind of the oats would kind of substitute in on this one. But yeah, it's just an, I haven't had this in a few years, but I totally forgot how amazing this is. This is nice to drink. Yeah, the last time I had this was uh, this time last year. Uh, it was on tap down at uh, Gone But Not Forgotten uh, Finfolk. And uh, R.I.P. Really, Yeah, this was really nice on tap down there. I like the little vanilla bean finish. That's nice. I like that. Mm-hmm. Perfect holiday beer. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And not yeah. overly carbonated either. No, and it's not overly sweet. Like, it's not sickly sweet in any way. It's it's really enjoyable. It's it's kind of reminds me of like a flan with cinnamon on top. Yes. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Flan. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it reminds me of a... Self -ref I, back to the self-reflection. <laughs> I went to a high school party once and I brought a flan with me because I thought I had to bring food. Nobody ate it. So I ended up eating most of it. But boy, do I love flan. I really hope that's a real story. <laughs> uh, so the label design, I mean, you can totally tell it's a Twin Sales beer because Twin Sales kind of has their stock template. But um, you mind describing this from your designer background here, Luke? Yeah, it's a... Like you said, it falls in beautifully with their, you know, suite of cans. Nice, just white background with a single color sort of line art. We got one of the, I believe that's a Day of the Dead mask with some, what looks to be uh, vanilla beans and their corresponding orchid flowers. And then just a nice uh, text treatment underneath and a little... TS for the Twin Sales logo on the backside. But yeah, nice and clean. The colors match nicely with the beer. Kind of a, you know, milky, oaty flavor. And then with the nice chocolatey browns as well. So yeah, well done. Yeah, it's a lovely beer. I like this kind of template that they've done with a lot of their cans. I know they're like one-off releases. You know, they go pretty wild with the can designs, like completely unique. But they still get pretty creative with like this very like clean templated style mm -hmm. yeah but yeah no it's nice to have this beer again so definitely reminds me to definitely go up and pick up a couple more cans of this so i can have it uh when i have christmas all by myself and have a nice christmasy beer so uh such as covid times yeah i agree i'll be picking up a few more of these for sure actually you know what i should have just got a four pack of all four of these beers <laughs> yeah right so if you guys have to pick a favorite of the four what would it be for me, it would be the con leche for sure. I mean, I like the con leche, but you know what? I uh, I am really impressed with the big chunk. I was really expecting it to be overpowering there with the peanut butter and be like super sweet and almost undrinkable. But no, that's a very drinkable beer. It's very enjoyable. Good work with uh, Off the Rail. Yeah, props to Off the Rail on that one. Really good beer. I'd have to go with the con leche as my favorite as well. And then probably big chunk second, but the Degrad and Category 12 beers were really good, too. It's kind of hard to actually rank these. Um, they're all really good options. We kind of killed it with the old selections this time. Yeah, yeah, well, what can we say, right? It's what we do. I mean, that's that's why we got a podcast <laughs> called The Dregs. That's why people have been sending in their messages messages saying they love us, including that guy, uh, Malcolm Seuss Guy Beer Guy, who uh, is a big fan of the show, and he loves his favorite segment of the show 
is uh, moments of wisdom here with Luke. So, uh, Luke, I cannot uh, wait what, to hear this. Oh, geez. Yeah. So, what, what's your big moment of wisdom today for us? Oh, God. Oh, my God. This is like I'm being invited to that high school party again. Don't bring more than one can of Guinness for yourself to drink at a party because you're not going to want to drink any more than that. It's heavy. Bring something else. Bring one, bring two even. Drink them. See how you feel. Move on. See what else you can have. What would you recommend moving on to? I would move on to, if you want a dark beer, maybe grab a Dagrad Marlowe. Maybe grab six of them. You can drink a lot more of those. It's a session stout. It's just, yeah, totally sessionable. Enjoy yourself at that party. Take a few notes from the Category 12 label. Dance. Have fun. Take your glasses off. Don't wear sunglasses inside at a party. And ask that person that's sitting there to dance. Because they want to dance. That was beautiful, man. Thank you. I have a moment of wisdom myself this episode here. Um, Always really pay close attention to stories that you're posting on your Instagram. Because I was just uh, doing a post. I forget about what. And I was just looking for a guy to, you know, have a little gift there of a guy giving me thumbs up, right? And so I just typed in like thumbs up guy on the search bar there when I'm making my story and uh, scrolling and I see this guy and I'm like, Hey, that looks like uh, old Chris there from Vanport. So I use that guy, give the old thumbs up there. And that's what he's doing in the story. And actually tag Chris uh, in the, in the post going, Oh yeah. Side note. Here's a, you know, it's funny. This guy looks like Chris from Vanport. And uh, I get a DM uh, from Chris going, Hey man, uh, what are you doing? Uh, that guy doesn't look like me. He's got dead eyes and he's got one arm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, that was like a low blow. And I was, and I didn't even notice. I'm like, oh man. So my, my lesson is if you think you found somebody's doppelganger gif, really make sure it is a, a resemblance of them. And that they have two arms. If they and actually have two arms. Have two arms. The saddest part about the story is that guy could only give one thumbs up. So that's my moment of wisdom. But but thanks for that, Aaron. All right, guys. Well, where can people go to find you and find out all about you? Like you want my address? No, like <laughs> your social handles. Man. Like where where did you party in high school? So people can go and just see, you know, what you were up to. Little known fact, Luke's still at that party. He never left. <laughs> I don't think he wants that out in in public. Um, he, had his, he had his wedding reception there, that same party, everything. You know, that's kind of funny. When I was at Luke's wedding, I was kind of saying, you know, this is kind of like a, a high school out in the woods. Like, this is a little bit of an interesting setup. So, yeah. I mean, I love this corn poster. I mean, uh... Chris, um, where, where, yeah, so, where can people find us? Well, other than in Luke's. He's trying to get off the subject. He didn't yeah. want to admit that he's got a, uh, a, a Limp Biscuit poster as well. And, uh, <laughs> you know, family values to her 98. Oh, man, we're running out of topics. This must be our last resort. Yeah. <laughs> I to throw that in there. Great song, though. Um, yeah, if you want to follow along, uh, you can find us at uh, Dregs Podcast on Instagram or Dregs.beer. Is that mm-hmm. right? I don't know. No, what's our website address? It's the the dregs. <laughs> dregs at 
dregs.beer.com. Dregs at beerme.com. No, the dregs.beer. Maybe run it through a browser as well, Chris, and just give it a quick test. <laughs> yeah, so that 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 first site I gave you, you're probably going to want to go in incognito mode before you visit it. <laughs> that's that's beer after hours man (laughs) yeah beer after hours who knows what's on that site there you go and then also you're at van pours as well yeah if you want to see what me and luke are doing on the old social um follow uh van pours on all social platforms yeah i'm at cascadian beer podcast on instagram and uh cascadian beer everywhere else because somebody beat me to it on instagram and they haven't posted in ages so i need to talk to some higher ups I'd answer at Instagram and see if I can get that handle. But I, I smell a lawsuit. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> I'm happy to represent you, Aaron, if you want. <laughs> <laughs> Luke took a couple of high school law classes and he's just <laughs> fiending right now. High school law. <laughs> what high schools do law? <laughs> do I go with Lionel Hutz or Luke? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Luke's been binging a couple shows on Netflix. He's just ready to go, just chomping at the bit. A couple episodes of Bull. Yeah. <laughs> I watched Lincoln Lawyer last night, and you know what? McConaughey looks good in that suit, but uh, I do too. <laughs> <laughs> now he just needs to stop having sex with that Lincoln. I mean, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I legit just spit some con leche out of my mouth when you said that. <laughs> That's what I like about Lincoln cars. I get older, they stay the same. <laughs> That's because uh, <laughs> because Lincoln hasn't made a new car in like 10 years. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes, they do. Yes, they do. All right, They're all, all right, 2006. Right. <laughs> But okay, no joke. I actually just read Matthew McConaughey's new book, Green Lights. It is a fantastic read. It is probably my favorite. Okay. It, it might be my favorite book of all time. I mean, I am skeptical because God, that guy was everywhere for like two weeks. Every podcast, every YouTube channel. Oh, he was hitting the press tour hard. Oh, that was a hard press. I mean, round of applause to his press manager. I mean, whoa. <laughs> That that was a well-oiled machine that pulled that off in two weeks. We might need need to get it in touch with them. Like he was supposed to be on this episode. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That that's episode five. Luke's teasing to it. We've got Matthew <laughs> McConaughey coming on the dregs. Sorry, we're gonna have to bump the rock. That's who I have on the, oh. uh, on the spreadsheet here. So we'll bump the rock for episode six. Yeah, so. uh, he'll, he'll he'll be okay to wait. Yeah, the rock. I mean, he used to play for. Uh, he used to play for the BC Lions. You know, he'll he'll, he'll understand. He's a, he's a he's a former resident. Actually, there's a question for the audience. Let us know what what celebrity do you think should come on and drink with us? What do you guys think? I mean, Matthew McConaughey wouldn't be a bad answer to that. The guy is a great storyteller. Yeah. So see, like I was out in the desert. And like, oh yeah, uh, exactly. Yeah. He'd just go like like you read the book and some of these stories. You're like is this guy off his rocker? But then he brings it back to like some sort of life lesson. Um, right. And then also, you know, the guys almost bring... like Luke with life lessons at uh, high school parties. Ooh. Yeah. That's the thing though. If we bring him on, is he going to steal Luke's thunder? Like at the end, like do if, I have if a Luke thunder? can't come up with a good life lesson, is McConaughey just going to come in there 
and just, you know, wow us. And then we might have to, we might have to throw it to him at the end of every episode. I don't right. know, man. You might have to fire me. I mean, he might have the most brilliant moment of wisdom ever. You know? Oh, I'm sure he would. I mean, he gets paid to talk in public and to be somebody, right? So I don't. Wait, we're not getting paid for this? <laughs> I'm not somebody. <laughs> he's perfected it, right? It's, he's got it down to a science. I would like to have David Attenborough on here. Oh, yes. My adopted grandfather. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I've seen every series that he's put out. So, yeah. That uh, that man he is a genius. can talk about animals. He can talk about it. He's like or anything, anything really. He's just a complete book of wisdom. That guy. Yeah, we got to get him on here. We will stop at nothing. I just got an email. All I right. just, I just, I am'd him. He is. Uh, he said he'll he'll be here. It's a soft maybe, or was that a hard yes? No, he said for sure. Okay. No, you texted David Attenborough, not Attenborough. <laughs> Damn it, I hate when that happens. <laughs> Whoops, wrong David. Yeah. <laughs> All right, fellas. It's been fun. Yeah, we it has. some beers open that, <laughs> that we got to finish. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you listening, thanks so much for making it this far. I mean, you're a champion for making it this far into the episode. Uh, flick us a note, leave us a comment. Uh, you know, we, we want to know that uh, you're out there and you're listening and you're enjoying it rather than uh, just talking to the empty void. So uh, till next time. Have fun, be safe. If anybody has David Attenborough's phone number, we're looking for it. I'm here in the Canadian province of British Columbia, where I find the Drakes, three somewhat gentlemen who drink beers in their apartments on a Monday night. They've had several dark beers of high alcohol percentage, and they are talking complete nonsense. The female approaches from the bedroom (laughs) and asks the gentleman Luke, What the fuck are you doing? You still recording a podcast?